Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Build an Iconic Life. I'm here with Dean Mercado and you are in for a treat. I came from the mud, dirt on my hands. Welcome to Build an Iconic Life podcast. I'm your host, Chris Whitehead, and this podcast is dedicated to help you build a life with zero regrets by focusing on how you have everything you need to stand up, stand out, and live life on your terms. Let's dive right in. Dean, thank you, yes. sir. Oh, thank, thank you. you. I'm so, so glad you, to be here. You've been at this coaching thing for a minute, huh? Yeah, and a half. <laughs> well, how did, you, how did you get into it? Well, it, it's, it's interesting because it didn't start out that way. That wasn't the original intention. I was running uh, my main company called Online Marketing Muscle, and a couple of years deep, what I started to recognize and notice was that a lot of our clients were starting to ask for something more. They needed something deeper. They were, they were sick and tired of paying the huge rates that the digital marketing world was charging back in those days, and they, they needed to have a better grip on what they were buying. So they were looking for something more. They wanted somebody who could say, hey, not just the gold is over there in the mine over there, but somebody who would actually say, hey, the gold's over there in the mine over here. Take my hand. Come with me. I'll take you right into the gold mine. And then what we'll do when we get in there is I'll show you how to mine that gold. And then once we mine that gold and bring it out and clean it off, I'll show you what to do with it when you get it out of the mine. So people were looking for something more, something more substantial. They were, uh, mind you, my, my company, Online Marketing Muscle, we were at the beginning of this internet thing. So uh, 2004 was when we were founded. People were like, internet, why would you waste your time building an internet right. type company, right? So, so I knew there was more to it than that back then. But long story short, it was being asked of us to get into coaching, to help a little bit more. So we started doing it. I started doing that. And then what I found was that it, it started to become the dominant ask. It was the thing that people were looking for more than ever, especially as they started to find out that I was holding hand and bringing them in. Right. And that was a big game changer because that was, there wasn't a lot of that happening on the scene back then. Everybody was very quick to say, hey, you need to do this. You need, you need to, you need to. Really? Okay. Well, people are trying it and they're not getting results and they're getting frustrated with that. So, um, so out of that came the coaching and then several years deep into the coaching, we saw the coaching start to dwarf the other company, the online marketing muscle company. So more people were looking for the coaching than they were for the digital marketing services. And what ended up happening was a couple of years back, about three, four years now, I decided to split the two companies in half. I split them up and said, you know what? It's time that Dean doesn't get in the way of online marketing muscle doing its thing. And it's time that online marketing muscle didn't get in the way, get in the way of me personally. I didn't want my agency, so to speak, to be all about me. It was supposed to be bigger than me. It was never supposed to be about just me. So we went with the two companies and uh it's been better ever since each one has their own identity but they are very in sync with one another they both feed each other 
So it's like people hire me for coaching and to buying digital marketing services. People hire us for digital marketing services. They decide, you know what, we need a coach. So it's been very like, like that for us here. You know, I, I started business back in 1998 and uh, the internet was an up and coming thing. Yes. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't, it wasn't a thing thing. And, right. you know, I, we're, we're internet 3.0 at this point, you know, know, 1.0 was really the wild west. 2.0 was when everybody figured out that email marketing can actually really make you some money. Right. Um, and then social media came about and everybody started promoting themselves as an expert on the thing that they just paid $10,000 to learn last month. Right. And, and now we're getting into authenticity and vulnerability because people have seen so much shit out there right. that, that they, they really can tell the difference. And I mean, I'm going to be a sentiment to it. You know, one of my businesses is a, a remodeling company. And I remember back in 2004, we paid $6,000. We went to foreclosure.com. Right. And we were just looking at houses to buy. We were going to start flipping them. It just made sense based upon right. the market and what everybody was talking about. Well, we paid this six grand. And basically what it was, was a guy reading us a book every other week right. that we could have bought for 50 bucks. Right. Exactly. But at the time it made my wife comfortable because, you know, she felt like somebody was holding her hand. Yes. But to me as an entrepreneur, I'm always looking at things like, well, you know, how did we find you and how did you then find us? And then how did you sell us? And then what are the deliverables? And, you know, I'm a younger business owner, so I'm looking around at what all this stuff actually means and what I can offer. And I found what you found, man. There are many people that will sell things to ignorant people. Oh, yes. And they're very happy to lay their heads on the pillow at night, not worrying about the result that shows up right. from that. And right. like you, and this is one of the reasons I have you on the show, like you, um, I'm the kind of guy that wakes up at two o'clock or three o'clock in the morning and goes, oh shit, that whole plan we had to do that thing is not going to work. It's not what they want. I've got to tell all the guys and gals tomorrow that we're switching game plans. I got to let the homeowner know I got to da, 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 da. Right. And just for peace of mind and living a life worth living, I decided I wanted to be different. And I found that to be a hard road too. Sure. And when I switched on to online, um, because I own multiple companies just like you do, when I switched to online coaching, um, I was one of those people that was really trying to get my feet under me. And I was a little bit of the wrong side, not knowing that I was part of the wrong side. Right. And then right. over time, that same feeling started to hit like, man, if these people want to pay me money, I'm used to being in business where people will pay me something and I give them a tangible thing. Like yes. they can walk on the deck. Exactly. They can walk into the bathroom on the second floor that we right. just built, blah, blah, blah. Right. And I, feel, I became really unsettled with it to offer something and leave the variable, um, which is the easiest one. Oh, that's operator error. That has right. nothing to do with me. Right. And so I went from being a coach to being a mentor. Right. And I have a very strong suspicion that you're not nearly as much of a coach <laughs> as you are someone that knows just right. by listening to somebody, you go, all right, what is it that you want to accomplish? Right. right. And you go, oh, well, we got 14 paths to get there. It depends on how quick, how much money you want to spend and right. you know what it is you want this thing to look like at the end. And I want to ask you this. Sure. Shoot. What it, What is it? that has made you different. And this is not a promo ad, everybody. This is truly talking to a veteran in business who's helped quite a few people. Some of them are some of my best friends on earth. Um, 
But what is the difference to you between a coach and a mentor? That's a great question. And I think depending on who you ask, you may get a million different answers to that. Um, I do think that coaches have been pigeonholed to be a certain way where they are somebody who just kind of stands on the sideline and says, Hey, do this, just turn this a little bit, or maybe, you know, kind of like how we do in sports when we look at sports. Hey, maybe you want to just hang in there a little bit more and keep your eye on the ball, that kind of thing. Rah, rah, rah from the outside. Uh, that's kind of been a lot of what we see from coaches these days. People go through these coaching certification programs, and that's a lot of what they teach. Ask a question, step out of the way. Ask a question, step out of the way. Um, that's all good and fun, but I always found that it's typically not enough for most, and that's where the mentorship does come in. I think that it does make a difference when somebody's been there and does that. I think it does make a difference when uh, people have that that sight because and those ears because they've been there, done that, because they've seen it, whether it's through their own initiatives or through if they had the luck and the fortunate ability to be able to work with clients. Sometimes we work with clients that are above our pay grade, and that's yeah. okay too, because as a even as a, a coach or a mentor, we have trained ears, trained eyes. That's what I would say. It doesn't make me a better business person than the next person or the person I'm working with. It just means that they brought me in because my trained eyes and ears are able to help them get through a specific situation. So the lines are blurred, long story short, between mentor and coach. I think you'll find that my my brand and my my way of going is is kind of a blend between the two. I do think that it really all does start with great questions. Because when you get some mentors who step in and say, this is how it has to be, and it's the only way. No, it's not. I've worked with thousands of entrepreneurs. I've seen a thousand different solutions. You know, <laughs> it depends on you. It depends on everything else going on. So there's so many factors that we as a coach or as a mentor have to factor in in order for you to accomplish what's right for you. In online marketing muscle, we've dubbed it your unique marketing recipe because we do mostly in the marketing side of things. I firmly believe everybody has a unique marketing recipe, especially as we when we step into this authenticity, as you pointed it out, um, this iconic stage of the world that we're stepping into now. If you're not focusing in and honing in on your personal brand right now and on the overall branding of things, you're missing out. You know, even... 15, 20 years ago when I was doing SEO work for clients and coaching them too at the same time, because remember, it was both in one company at that time. Yeah. You know, uh, we learned that way back then that the companies that had the stronger brands in the eyes of the Googles of the world are the ones that rose to the top of the search results. Even if they put out crap, yeah. garbage content, they still rose to the top because they were a known brand. There was, there was value attached to what that person or that company was bringing. So blurring the lines between coaches and mentors that are probably blurred it a little bit more there. <laughs> but do, uh, you, do you think that the more things change, the more they stay the same? And also, oh, yes. do you think that there is, there's a certain specific gravity required before an entrepreneur understands the power of branding? Have you? Because I, I know I've had lots of conversations with entrepreneurs, and they're like, 
I want X result. I want this many leads. Right. And it's like, right. you know, we can turn on leads for you anytime you want. Right. Um, we can give you so many leads that it puts you out of business. That's not right. You don't need leads. What is the goal? And what I've learned is that people don't know what they're actually asking for, which goes back to those good questions. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Would you Absolutely. mind sharing what you've seen as far as the evolution of the savvy entrepreneur and what they need to do? Like yes. not step by step, but just a few basic steps that really get people on track to having something that is a legacy based business. Yes. Uh, one quick comment on the first thing you mentioned, the more that things change, the more they stay the same. Uh, I reference a band that I grew up listening to and loving called Rush. And there was a line in there, one of their songs where they use a little French and they say, plus ça change, plus c'est la même chose. Now I'm not French, but that's essentially what that phrase means. And that's always stuck with me since I was a kid and I heard them sing that song. Now I do believe that everything is cyclical. Yeah. Everything is cyclical. Look at history. History is cyclical. Everything happens that way. And yes, the technology changes and it seems like the landscape changes. But in essence, we're still human beings and we still we still come back to the same weaknesses. We still come back to the same mindset. We still come back to the same way of being and showing up no matter what. Right. We all have fear. We all have anger. We all have core emotions. Right. Love and hate, whatever you want to focus on. Now, what I see and what I, where I tend to point people that I work with is to focus on what I call the fewer better. We're in a, we're in a place right now where we are freaking overwhelmed. There are a million ways to get to the same place right now. And it's a matter of stop trying to be and play with the Joneses out there and try and be and have everything that the Joneses have. What's your path? You know, um, first off, your business will only grow to the degree you do, right? Mm -hmm. Mindset thing. So many a time, most people don't realize the reason their business hits this glass ceiling is because their mindset is here and it's stuck there and it's always been stuck there. And it doesn't matter if they were running this business or that business, they'd still be stuck here, right? So when I talk about the fewer better, I talk about, and this comes back from playing sports when I was a kid, um, focusing on sprints. Shorter sprints instead of marathons. And what I mean by that is many times as an entrepreneur, we get stuck and we get caught up into trying to perfect everything and to trying to lay out all of this groundwork and all of this foundation. And at the end of the day, are you traveling what we call your fastest path to cash? We all have one. And what, what's one for you, Chris, might not be the same for me. That's right. For everyone else out there listening. So to... Always play follow the follower, which is what most people do out there. I love right? it. They're constantly chasing their, their own tail and they're constantly looking, oh, well, this guy's doing that. I just need to do that. You know, Chris is running a great podcast. I just need to run a great podcast too. No, you don't. They may not be the right fit for you. What are the fewer better activities that you're meant to do that will get you traveling on your fastest path to cash. It's where you're not following the follower anymore, but you're actually traveling a path that's less traveled, but one that's more in alignment with who you are and who you're trying to be and how you want to show up for your audience, for your perfect ideal target market. So it's about removing the crap, removing the clutter. I often say that some of the best money I help my clients make is the money I help them save. 
stop them from spending so much money on junk, right? And taking something and running with it, whatever that something is, it's all about getting in action, which is what most people don't do and they don't do well. You got a great event I hear coming up, right? Early yeah, April, right? Yes, sir. I would challenge your audience to take one idea. Right. And implement that one idea before they even leave there. Implement brother, one thing. Brother, I spent $50,000 with a coach about nine months ago. Right. I had three conversations with him. Right. And that was the end of the coaching. Right. That's all it needed because right. of who he is and how I'm willing to receive. And right. there's something interesting sometimes about the more you play in, the more you get out. <laughs> um, no doubt. But what you were saying earlier, it reminded me of 10 cup. Oh yeah. And there was a scene, <laughs> there was a scene where his girlfriend walks into his bus and he has this thing dangling off his cap and he's got his wrist tied together and she's looking at him and she goes, I think his name was Roy or something, but she's like, right. You look like a lost and desperate soul. And he says, I, he had the shanks really bad, D right. really, yeah. really bad. And, um, and so he, he said, you are looking at a lost and desperate soul. And the truth is, is that there are unscrupulous business people out there that are happy oh. to take advantage of people that are lost. And the reason I'm willing to highlight you is because you're willing to take the time to find out if they're even a good fit for you before you're willing to work for them. And those of us that play this entrepreneurial game for life, it's not something that we're just trying to make money at. We're making it a lifestyle. I mean, bro, we live in a glass house. Like I own a brick and mortar business. I own online businesses. I'm on podcast. I step on stages. Um, you can't run, but for so long before your poo-poo catches up with you. That's right. And and I think part of us doing this particular podcast is you and I got on the phone and I was like, yep, he's one of us. He's one of these people that wants to actually do things in integrity because at the end of the day, I am so grateful to be an entrepreneur. I'm so grateful to live in a country that doesn't make it so hard to jump through hoops, to just become one, to have the opportunity to fail or succeed, but to do it at my pace in my way. And you're actually helping people to become better because you don't take advantage of the lost and desperate souls. You, in fact, probably help them out too. But the bottom line is you have the experience now. Yes. To ask the question to find out if they're even committed to what they're talking about. Because the biggest thing I found, and I'm probably curious about what your thoughts on this. There are a lot of people that say they want to get the result. <laughs> I know where you're going. <laughs> but when you tell yeah. them what's required to get right. it. Right. They're not as interested in that part. Can you share some of your experiences around that? Correct. I, I certainly can. And, and you just reminded me of a mutual friend of ours because we just got into a similar dialogue recently. And he said to me, uh, if you would have told me when you were coaching me what I would have had to go through and what I would have had to have done, I probably wouldn't have done it. And I turned to him and I said, that's why I didn't tell you. <laughs> Are you talking about well, Keenan? Yes, <laughs> exactly. I said, that's why I didn't tell you because you, you had greatness you were destined to step into and far be it from me to step in the way of that. So, um, 
you know, my way of being is to recognize that, you know, one of the, the, the gifts I feel I have is being able to look another person in the eyes and see and see something or not. I've always felt that was a good judge of character. I always felt that I can, I could recognize greatness pretty easily. I could also recognize the crap pretty easily, you know, um, that's enabled me to really be able to cherry pick who I work with and who I've worked with. And, and, and I always, I always say that I'm grateful to my wife for this part of it, because in the beginning when things were much leaner and even tougher, try, and she wasn't involved in the business, she was working at a law firm at the time. And it was trying to get her to buy into what I was trying to create. I left yeah. my beautiful six figure salary, you know, uh, corporate America job to come make zero. You know, um, that didn't go over the greatest, but you know, at the end of the day, I knew I was destined for something different. I knew it was, I had a different path. I needed to travel. So in being able to cherry pick again, this goes right to what you were saying with, I'm very grateful. I'm very fortunate, man, to be able to be an entrepreneur, especially today. And I look at, and here's what I'm seeing, and I mentioned to you very briefly last time we talked, uh, I believe I did anyway, about the mini mission I'm on to get yeah. in front of a million eyeballs. I need, we need to help people. What yeah. I, the devastation I saw happen to small business, especially here in New York, is mind-boggling and unacceptable. It's just freaking unacceptable. And when I look back at the, at the gifts I've been given, the abilities I've been given, I say, you know what? I have to do something. Now, I can't do it alone, but that's why I talk to people like you. Yep. You know, the more of us that bind together and step up out of integrity, in integrity rather, and say, hey, you know what? No, this isn't working. This next generation of entrepreneurs is going to be on fire. You know, you're going to get a couple of them, a couple of different kinds. One of them is going to be the, that new entrepreneur that sees all these new opportunities. I mean, just look what's happening with AI right now. Yep. All these new opportunities are popping up all over the place. The game has changed. The genie's out of the bottle. Sorry to tell you, folks. Now, that doesn't mean you start up a, an AI consultancy tomorrow. Make sure that you know what you're doing and you know how to do it out of integrity, where you're doing things because they make a difference for people's lives and not just because you can make a quick buck for the next three months until people catch on to it, right? However, it's like, again, looking at, Looking at long-term, looking at what do we want to create, looking at what makes sense, right? That other crop of entrepreneurs are the ones that were just beat down, the ones that their businesses were closed. Now they're going to come back, the ones that do, and a lot of them will, because once you have an entrepreneur spirit in you, good luck trying to, trying to you know, put it out. That fire doesn't go away. I could tell you that for certain. You know, try and go work for somebody now. You're almost unemployable. At this point. So that hardened entrepreneur is going to come back with a different vengeance, a different passion, a different fire in their belly. That's the one I can't wait to get my hands on. Because now they know what they know. They've been through some stuff. Now that they've been through that stuff, what are you willing to do this time that maybe next time or last time you weren't willing to do? You speak, in, you speak in my story, man. You know, and, and I closed the doors in 2009. I had no idea that recession was going to do that. Right. And so in 2006, I'm like, oh, speed bumps. By 2009, I didn't have any money. 
and I closed it down. Right. I went and I went and worked for a fella, good fella, owned a top 50 remodeling company in America, moved thousand miles away to work with him. And within three years, two years, he and I both knew that I was unhirable um, <laughs> because if he said to go do something that didn't make any sense, I would look at him in the eyeballs and say, uh, no, I'm not going to do that. It doesn't work. And he right. he came to me one day and he shook my hand and he basically said, Chris, you're too much of an entrepreneur. And I was the number one salesman in his company by far, by right. far, right. highest margins and everything. And he goes, no, it's just not worth it. And I took a step back. I started a remodeling company. And in two years, I made every mistake that I made the first go round. I just made them one time and moved on quick because I was like, oh, I've already done that. And I changed and we were at seven figures in two years from scratch. Right. And it's because I came back seasoned. Right. And I said, no, I'm coming back to win this time. I'm not coming back to play games. I'm not coming back to be right. I'm not coming back to build the baddest ass team that exists. I'm here to stay lean. I'm here to stay mean. And I'm here to produce a result. And Dean, <laughs> it was a game changer because that's what yes. led me to meeting Tom. Right. And that's what led me to eventually meeting you. Right. But it's amazing when the mindset changes, yes. who starts showing up in your life because oh, um, those people. And that's the best use of the internet that I can find. You and I came up in a time where it was like, I mean, you're in New York. I was in Virginia. I'm in New Hampshire now, but I'm like, I'm listening to Earl Nightingale on the phone. And he goes, start a mastermind. And I look to my left and I see about a hundred <laughs> miles of farm field. I look to my right and I see a highway. Right. And I'm like, how the hell am I supposed to build With a who? mastermind? <laughs> right. With who? There's no smart people around me that I right. can find. Right. And here we are. You're in New York. I'm in New Hampshire. Keenan's now in Texas. And we, I've got people all over the country that have experiences that I can just listen to. Right. And I don't have to make the mistake and I can put a puzzle together in such a short amount of time. And I really want to encourage the people that are listening, get out of your own way. And you do not have to say yes to everybody. And no is a complete sentence and find your tribe because they are there. But here's the key. You can't find your tribe if you don't know who the hell you are. Oh, yes. And that's where a good mentor will come in. Yes. And say, hey, man, I know you hired me for some digital marketing and whatnot, but I can tell right now you don't know what the hell you're selling and what you're doing for who. And that's the kind of person you are because you have what we like to say in the business is wisdom. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Wisdom exactly. doesn't come easy either, does it? That's right. No, it doesn't. And uh, I'm loving everything that you're saying there. And to dovetail on that and add a little piece, when we get our ego out of the way, yeah, clarity starts to show up. And when we get that clarity, you become unstoppable, right? Because you can see you're not full of crap anymore. I was full of crap too at one point. We all were, you know, this is where, to, to say it nicely, the wisdom comes in, right? <laughs> <laughs> the maturity, the white in the beard, right. you know? Right, the learning. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> you know, um, I, I put in the hours on that stuff. But don't let me fool you there. I never stop learning. Ever, 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 ever. When we think we're done learning, it's over, man. You never stop learning. And you can learn something from anyone. I learned from my kids. Yep. You know, you can learn from anyone. So when our ego relaxes a little bit and lets us, allows us permission to learn from others, boy, what starts opening up. Boy, what starts showing up. When our ego allows us to fail, 
to try things and fail. We don't, you know, you hear people say all the time, oh, yeah, just, you know, look to the models of, of the successful people. Do what they're doing. And I'll say, oh, no, look to the people who are failing. Look at their failures. Mm-hmm. You know, it's you could save so much time, so much energy by learning what not to do. Right. As opposed to trying to do something that may have worked for that person. But again, it's not your unique marketing recipe or your unique recipe for success. Right. You've got to be willing to find yours and work with the coaches, work with the mentors. And it may take several different coaches, several different mentors. Right. I have things I specialize on. Chris has things he specializes on. Right. As do other friends of ours have things that they specialize in. Right. I've worked with numerous coaches and never ever, ever coach with a coach who isn't being coached. Yep. You know, I'll say that all the time. And I always say that, you know, because then you're talking about a hypocrite, right? I'm not talking about a get rich quick scheme here or some sort of a, I just read a book. Let me just regurgitate that book to you. And you pay me $20,000 for that. Right. You know what I mean? I have read over a thousand books though. And it does help. Right. But it also, It also led me to a realization that, you know what? It was clutter. I did not need to read a thousand books. I would challenge you to read five, one in a couple of different disciplines and take massive action on those five, as long as they're five great books. And you could probably ask Chris and he could tell you which which five books you might want to focus on. I would suggest definitely one from sales, definitely one that works on your mindset, right? And just do everything in those. Take massive action on those. And you'll find that you'll go like this very quickly as opposed to, let me see how he says to do it. Now let me see how he says to do it. Now let me see how he says to do it. And then you end up doing none of them because you get overwhelmed. You know, that make sense? there's so many, it makes perfect sense. There's so many people that go a hundred miles wide and three feet deep. <laughs> oh, I love that. That's great. And, and yes. You know, when I didn't know what I didn't know, yes, it was a mental masturbation moment. But what it did is it supplied me with some dopamine while I wasn't making any money. And I really realized I'd taken off a chunk of the elephant that I couldn't swallow. Right. So so it was okay. But you're absolutely right. When you finally catch a hold of something that spurs interest or you know that it's a need for what you have it's so much better to go three feet wide and a hundred feet deep in that thing because then you start connecting with people that know more ideas start flying and to speak to what you were talking about with coaches with coaches i'm going to share with everybody right now i mean i do have coaches and when i coach my clients It's amazing how similar what they're going through and the questions they're asking me can be answered by what I just availed myself to with vulnerability to my coach. And I can give the perspective and the nuance. And so the way that I look at it is I'm investing money over here. You're investing money with me. I'm not only giving you the best of what I got, I'm giving you the best of what this person is doing to change and help me right now. You're getting double. Right. And it Absolutely. gives me the ability to communicate authentically with people. And here's the best part, Dean. When I stopped claiming that I was the author of all the fucking information that came to me. Right. And just started saying, hey, this is where I find this resource. This is where I find this resource. What right. I found is scarcity left me. Yeah. And I started living in an abundant way of thinking. Love it. 
And that's where everything else started showing up. Friends, money, relationship at home, children, all the crap came right. from me realizing that this six inches and this two and a half pounds or however much this thing weighs up here, it was holding me back because until I had ever made a million dollars, bro, I couldn't do it. Right. And then exactly. all of a sudden we crossed the million dollar mark. And the next year it happened in two and a half months. Right. Right. Game change. You can't, you can't until you do it. Right. You can't comprehend that you do it. And here's the beauty of having people like you show up. We're just here. You're here saying, oh, you can do it. I promise you. I've helped hundreds of people do it. Right. <laughs> but you have to be the right person. Right. And that's an internal job. And those come back to those questions and the best mentors, the best coaches, the best humans actually that I've ever met. Don't just run off at the mouth and tell you what to do. They pause to go, Hey man, who are you? What do you want? Where are you going? And then they have that other thing. And by the way, I don't have the skill set to the level you do um, on this one aspect, but you can see inside of that person whether that seed of greatness is there or not. And you know how far and how hard you can push them. Yeah, exactly. And that, exactly. that comes from probably not only a gift that God gave you, right? but it probably also comes from being in the trenches for quite a while and just yeah. seeing the, the I, red flag. Absolutely. Huh? Absolutely. I, you know, this isn't a brag. This isn't a boast, but I've logged well over 10,000 one-on-one coaching hours already. And I'd say it's probably closer to 20,000. Mm-hmm. So, you know, not only did I get the benefit of, of being the person delivering coaching, but you learn from everybody you coach. Being able to interact with such great entrepreneurs at such different levels of their career or at such different levels of their humanity, who yeah. they were at that moment, you know, um, how they were showing up. Seeing a lot of them now, you know, sometimes I, I laugh with my wife and sit back and it's like, you feel like that proud papa sometimes, you know what I mean? Where you can sit back and say, I love this and I love where this person's taken it. And I, I, you know, my intention was to always, and I, and, and I say this to all my clients, if the learning and the gift doesn't stop here, I'm going to give you a gift and I expect you to give it to someone else. If you hoard it, you won't get more from me. But if you turn around and you share it and you help someone else, you made my day. That's what I'm asking of you. If you're open to that, then we could have a relationship. If you're not open to that, we can't. I'm sorry. You know, life is too short. Yeah. As I had mentioned, I had my kids later in life. So my kids are still teenagers. And, you know, that's where my heart is. So if I'm going to allow anybody to pull my heart away and my head away from that, you better be bringing something and you better be right. You better be the right person, the right fit. And again, I'm not saying that because I'm some sort of jackass. I'm saying it because, you know what? I value my time. I value myself. I value my children. I value my wife. I value the life we've created. I'm grateful for every moment of that. And I and I don't give it up too easily. I know the feeling. Right? I, was sit- I was sitting in the hot tub with Robin. I think it was two days, no, three days ago. And, you know, we're 49. Right. And I said, Robin, 
Um, and I'm not being, and she's reading a book right now that basically is suggesting that we're pre-programmed to age so we can deprogram ourselves. And I agree with all that. I'm, I'm huge into the mindset, but I was being practical with her and I said, sweetheart, in about 25 years, we won't be able to physically do what we're doing right now, unless major changes occur. And I'm not saying that they won't, but I'm, I'm just being practical, right? We've got 25 years, hon. 20, really, 20, really, before it starts to kind of set in. So just think about that. And, and so, you know, we're 49. Then I think about 39. And and I started thinking, I started having people pass away at about 35, like really important people in my life. And and I had it all happen in one year. and, And that really, I've been thinking about death ever since, but it's really starting to hit home. Like we don't have as much time and what is my life really worth? And I'm, I'm on board with you. Like, Dude, spending time with the people that I love the most, right? it's precious because it could be Absolutely. gone tomorrow. And I challenge the people that are listening to this. Maybe you're in your early 30s. Maybe you're just starting out. I'm going to tell you it goes quick. And if you're really building a business, it gets sucked out of you quick. Like you are, yeah. you look up and it's like five years later and you're like, I don't think I've taken a vacation yet. And it's like, well, that's why we got to talk, bro. But, right. but it will happen. And we have to become intentional exceptionally intentional because the better you get, the more people start yanking on your cord and asking for that help. Yes. And we have to know who we can and who we can't. Um, Dean. Sure. What are some of the initiatives that you're working on right now? I'm going to close this thing down here in a couple of minutes, give people their ride back to work. You bet. Well, the big one that I'm working, working on right now is, is the eyeballs, the million eyeballs in 2023. Um, that's not about me making money. That's not a money grab for me right now. That is a give back. That is a try and move the needle as much as I can. And as many people as I can, I can band together with me to do that all over the place. We're going to do that. Um, what's empower people at this point in time, because they need, people need to be lifted up right now, just yeah. a little bit. They need to know somebody cares. Yeah. Somebody gives a, you know what? So that's the big initiative that I'm focused on at this point in time. So that's why you're seeing me on lots of podcasts, see me all over the place at this point in time, becoming a little bit more omnipresent. Uh, the last couple of years, I kind of flew under the radar. You know, as I saw the public schools fail, I yanked my kids out. I've been homeschooling. I've been a homeschool dad. Uh, and that's not, you know, that doesn't mean I wasn't working my, my jobs, my businesses. I was still doing yeah. that too. But I saw the need and the desire. Um, to give my kids more because I didn't like where things were going. And here in New York, I don't know about New Hampshire or any other state around the country, as much as I do here, um, the, the public school, it's unacceptable what they're, what they're doing to our children right now. So that's really the gist of what's happening in my life for 2023. That's, where, our, that's my calling. Where, where can people come to support you? Where can people come to learn more about you? Where can, where, how can they get in touch with you if they want to chat with you a little bit? Sure. Well, the easiest place I have, I have two different main websites. One is the Dean Mercado company. So it's deanmercado.com. Just my first name, last name.com from okay. there. That will point you everywhere. It'll show you where I am. So I, I play heavily on LinkedIn. I play a bit on YouTube. Not much. Um, I've been on YouTube for years, but I haven't played there much. Um, you know, so, uh, those are probably your best place to find me is deanmercado.com online marketing muscle.com is the secondary place where you could find and learn a little bit about who I am, what I do, how I go about doing it. Um, 
Yeah, and I'm trying to make a difference here in New York in particular. So if anybody here is in, in New York, make sure you reach out to me. Make sure you connect with me because we need to make some difference here in our home state. You know, you know, it's like heal yourself and then you can help heal others, right? We're, we're in pain here in New York. So one of, one of my buddies was just running for town council and um, he didn't win. The incumbent won and they have deep family ties into it. But right. He was saying a very similar thing. He's on Long Island and um, he was just like, Chris, <laughs> we need people that are going to make results happen, not people that keep talking about cronyism right. and, and all the other stuff. Right. And he said, unfortunately, you know, those ties run deep and it didn't happen. And uh, but I just encouraged him to keep going because I think it's building. Yes. I think it's truly building it and um, and I'll make sure um, not only that he hears this podcast, but I'll make sure that he and a few other people in Long Island connect with you, brother, because um, I really appreciate what you're doing. Uh, we're both in a stage now where, yeah, we want to keep making money, everybody. And sure. I'm not ashamed of it on any level, but we're in a stage now where we realize that it's it's incumbent upon us to start giving back. Correct. Absolutely. Somebody has to pass this thing along, man. Absolutely. Absolutely. We can't, we can't allow this to happen. We can't allow this kind of wisdom to die with us. You know, yeah. I'm seeing plenty of people. Maya today is my 55th man. So, um, holy crap, dude, yes. <laughs> where did the last 10, 20 go? Yep. You know what I mean? It feels like yep. it just went by in a blur and a blink and I'm looking at it and I'm like, no, 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 no. I still got some fire in me. Let's get out there. Let's make some stuff happen. So if you're in New York, you will see me on local stages. You will see me around, you know, um, look, look me up, find me, connect with me. If you're, if you're out here and you're out and about then, and you know, if, if wherever we're meant to work together with any, in any capacity with anybody who hears this, well, no, you'll never get a hard sale pressure out of me, man, ever, because we'll look at each other and we'll hear each other and we'll know. And we'll it's figure funny it how out. it works. It's yeah. funny how that works. It out. is. And it just, it will. And I own a marketing agency. <laughs> right. And I'm telling you that, right. you know what I mean? So I could get you leads, but you know what? At the end of the day, they, you know, you want leads. You want, you want people that you want to work with. You want to be around people that make sense. You got that right, man. Well, <laughs> we'll make sure that we post up um, your website links uh, when this comes out. Brother, I look forward to having a conversation with you again. Likewise. Absolutely. And um, well, thank you so much for taking time to be on the show. You bet. Thank you. All right, everybody. We'll see you in the trenches. Take care. I came from the mud. There's dirt on my hands. Strong like a tree. There's roots where I stand. Hey, friend. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, please leave a review and subscribe to catch future casts. If you really enjoyed this episode, make sure you share it so others can benefit from it as well. I'll see you in the trenches.